I am joined by Leslie Holt, Bioforum Supply Chain to Patient Director. In our previous conversation, Leslie talked about freight capacity and increased costs, the complexity of supply chains for cell and gene therapy and direct-to-patient, and the benefits of collaboration in influencing regulations. In this podcast, we talk about data management and transparency, and the challenges this presents that affect biopharmaceutical logistics. So, Leslie, what do we mean by data management and transparency within the outbound supply chain? So, when we talk about um, data management and transparency, there are a number of things um, here um, in the outbound supply chain. As I've mentioned before, it's a very, it can be a very complex um, supply chain. You know, there's lots of partners involved, um, and there's a low digital maturity of interactions between um, all of those different partners. Um, which is part of it. And that also leads to um, areas where there is lack of data, maybe, or, or a delay in data and not the transparency that we want. Um, so when you look at the, the very far end, the last the last mile, as we call it, in logistics before you get to the patient, um, we're in lots of um, maybe less digitally mature countries um, and working with smaller uh, partners. And getting that real-time data on on not only where your parcel is but what temperature is it at and all of those things that we need in the pharmaceutical industry um, it's really challenging and in some cases almost impossible. So what challenges are are there and and why? Um, As I say I've just talked a little bit about one of them um, is that that end mile and getting that transparency of data Um, but also The number of interfaces and the lack of data standards um, makes it really challenging. So every time you need a new vendor or a new partner, you have to redo all of that validation and reset up the data transfer. You know, it takes a lot of time and effort and money. Um, And then the other flip of the coin is that in some areas we've got so much data, um, it's not always clear what do we need and how can we best use it? So what is the goal of Bioforum supply chain to patient members with regard to addressing the challenges in data management and transparency? So the goals are multifold. Um, One of the first goals that they really want to address um, is looking at is looking at standards. How can we implement some industry standards that will really enable us to more quickly and cost effectively onboard new new vendors. Um, so that's that's a big one. And it's a big problem. It's something that we've grappled with, um, I think, as an industry for a very long time. So that that's a big, big one. Um, the other issues are, you know, what can we do in terms of developing best practice around data management approaches. And that includes some of the organize, how do we structure ourselves organizationally? Um, and how do we how do we build confidence within the users of the data? Um, so that's the second aspect. And then I think the, the third aspect is how do we help um, those those logistics providers that we work with in some of the more challenging countries to get to where we would like them to be in terms of having some of that more real-time data. And what are the benefits? So 
The benefits, um, first of all, if you've got data available, you know, the right data available in real time, then you can make decisions much quicker. You know, you will know much quicker if your um, temperature sensitive product has gone out of um, specification and therefore can't be used. So you can then do a resupply much quicker. So there's a less of a delay in getting it to the patient. Um, also, you if if you're able to um, you know move vendors or change C CDMOs or CMOs um, more easily, um, you know because you've got these data standards, you're saving money um, and time on that validation because you don't need to to do that same amount. Um, you know, so there are some of the real benefits that we're expecting to see. And what happens if the challenges are not addressed? Well, we continue to work um, as we are. Um, you know, we are not necessarily, yeah, we, we're delaying uh, making decisions, uh, which can be quite critical. Um, you, we don't necessarily have a complete visibility of what's going on, on across the um, supply chain. So that includes what inventory have we got where. So we may be making inappropriate decisions. But the real big thing is that the future pipeline is far more complex than where we've come from. You know, we most a lot of companies now are saying they're moving from that big blockbuster model where you've got lots of stock around the place to smaller type products. So, you know, smaller volumes, high value products. Um, we need to know where those products are are they in the right conditions and if we don't know that it's going to be really really challenging to manage those those types of products and actually get them to the patients at the time when the patients need them what cross forum collaborations are expected and what has been done already so this is where I think Bioforum is really is really helpful because we have a number of different forums. Um, now, the obvious one when you're talking about data is our IT forum, so BPIT. Um, they've already started doing some work on data standards um, and data standardization in the industry, which is absolutely fantastic because it means that we can take some of their work and we can also work in partnership with them to build what that looks like in the supply chain, um, you know, make it real. So we're not starting from zero. We're actually starting from a place where some work um, with with IT professionals has already been done. Um, and, you know, and there are other areas. There's work going on already with the IT elements of um, cell and gene therapy. So, again, we can we can link together and we can work together in partnership, um, which is really, really exciting. What does a sustainable supply chain look like? Now, that is the question. And that is the question that all of our guys are grappling with. Um, you know, what does it look like? We know that there are many challenges for the supply chain um, and we are going to explore that um, in another in another podcast. But it's really about understanding um, what how does the supply chain contribute? Um, to to um, you know greenhouse gases um, and emissions um, and it's all in this scope three emissions so for people that understand that they'll know what I'm talking about um, and it's understanding how do we contribute and what can we do what changes can we make in the way we ship or the way that we pack things um, are the two obvious ones um, and in the just in the general way that we do business whether it's leaflets or whatever um, 
that that we can make changes that will make us more sustainable for the future. Um, another really exciting topic, which I'll talk about in another po- in another podcast. Well, thank you, Leslie, and look out for the next podcast when we will discuss in more detail the sustainable supply chain.